everybody. Welcome today. Today is our first session of our healing and deliverance discipleship ministry. So everybody, welcome once again. Thank so you. today we are going to be talking about I've um, divided the lessons into several portions. So for today, we're going to talk about God's redemptive design. God's redemptive design. So we'll start by asking, what is redemption? What is redemption? The definition of redemption I found in the dictionary, it says um, redemption is, um, one, the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. And then the second definition is, the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt, okay? In exchange for um, payment or clearing a debt. So you can actually see that this part, this, um, this definition, the second one, actually the two definitions, you can actually see this is the work of the cross. Jesus came to save us from our error, from our sin, you know, from sin, which God calls evil, our evil act, our evil act, pride and exaltation against God. And then the second definition said is regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. So we owed God a debt when we sinned because he said the wages of sin is death. So we owed God a debt and that debt was death. We, we, you know, the, 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 the wages we owed God was the death, the death of our soul and, and eventually our body. So, but Jesus then came back. He came to regain that thing that we lost when we sinned against God and which was the separation of our spirit and soul. So he came and paid that debt for us, that sin death, which was death. That was why he died on the cross. Okay. So let's have a look at Romans chapter five. Romans chapter five, verse eight to 11. And I'll read it. It says, Verse 8. Verse 8 says, But God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Okay. So Christ died for us to pay that debt that we owed God. And then verse 9 says, Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we should be saved from wrath through him. So the, the wrath of God, which was the punishment that was laid on Jesus, you know. So through Jesus's um, death, we are now justified to stand before God. It says, and verse 10 says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. 
having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So it's Jesus' life that saves us. The life he gave for our own sinful life. He gave his own righteous life. So we, there was an exchange at the cross. He came and gave us his life. And we gave him all the, you know, the burdens, all the um, sin we were carrying, all the things that made our spirit to die. We gave it to him at that cross. So he bore that sin and died that death for us. So he has paid the debt we owed God. So that's what it is. That's what redemption is. Jesus paid our debt. Therefore, he has more or less bought us for God. So what it means, we owe Jesus our life, you know. And if you think about it, when we say we give Jesus our life, we don't have any life. <laughs> because, life, yes, we don't. We are dead. Yeah. We are dead. So we don't have any life. So Jesus came to give us life. Because if you don't have spiritual life, you're dead. God is spirit. So if you are to have a relationship with God, you need to have a spiritual life because you cannot relate to God in your physical being like this because flesh is actually, you know, flesh is, is, is the world, is material. Flesh is matter that contains your spirit and soul that have sinned against God. So for you to now to be reconciled with God, you, you know, you, that thing that puts you in this fleshy matter, fleshy body has to be removed. So that's what Jesus did for us. This is what he did for us, okay? So what is God's redemptive plan? God's purpose or plan is that through the new life he gives us at the time of our spirit being born again through the regeneration of our human spirit. So, and then we'll ask ourselves, what is regeneration? Regeneration is another word for being born again. It is a birth that is different from our first birth. So when we were conceived physically and inherited our sin nature from our father. So what this is saying to us, the, the new birth, if you're going to have a new birth, what it means that you had a birth before, you had a life before but you were then reborn, okay? You were born into something. And now that birth through this physical birth, let me explain it this way, okay? The thing is, when God created us, he created us as spirit. He created us as spirit. And when the, 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 Adam, the, the, the Adam that he created through, it's not just one Adam, I've come to realize it's not just one, Adam, one man that God created when he created Adam. Maybe there's thousands and thousands and thousands of Adams that he created at the same time. But Adam is the first, the head of all created souls, living souls. Remember, when Adam came alive, God says, you know, he became a living soul. So through creating that one living soul, the first one, and then he created subsequent living souls that uh, and Adam is the head of them. So Adam is the head of the human being. So when, when they sinned, or when Adam sinned, the other living souls also fell. Like now, 
let's say, for example, Lucifer was the first angel God created. Okay. So when Lucifer fell, he took other angels, one third of heavenly angels. They fell with him. So this is what, you know, what I'm trying to explain here. So in order for us to come back to God, when God cursed Eve in, um, in Genesis, let's have a look at it. I think it's Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. So Genesis chapter 3, of, um, verse 16, it says here, then to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. He shall rule over you. So if you really think about it, the spirit souls that are already in heaven, that have fallen, how is God going to redeem them? How is God going to redeem them? So God has already, the curse he gave to Eve, he has already got a plan in his head, you know, in his mind on how to redeem the fallen souls that are already in the realms of the spirit. So it's through birth, through the womb of a woman that those fallen souls are going to be redeemed. Okay. And the redemption is Jesus also coming through the womb of a woman that will die on the cross for these souls that have been trapped into matter, into this physical being. Okay, because this physical body, in short, is a prison. Remember, there's a scripture that tells us that Jesus didn't render help to angels. He didn't come to help angels, but he came to help the sons of man, okay? So angels fell, but there is no redemption for them. God had a plan of redemption for the living souls that fell, and their redemption is going to come through the womb of the woman. When they, when they are born, they become that soul, that physical, um, that living soul is then trapped into this physical body. Remember in the book of Jeremiah, God said to Jeremiah, I knew you before you were born. So God knows our souls, our living souls in the realms of the spirit before he put us in our mother's womb. The reason he puts us in our mother's womb, because those living souls wants to be redeemed. They want to have a relationship with God. They want to ask him for forgiveness. So God will give them a chance. And that chance is you come through the womb of a woman and be born in this physical world. And when you're born in this physical world, I have got, you know, a, I've got a plan for you to then say, you know, I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry for listening to Satan and, list and, and obeying him and not listening to you. And when you then say, I am sorry, you, you believe in that, that person, that person that taken away the sin that you have committed. And that person is Jesus, who is God himself, God incarnate. Okay. God incarnated in Jesus as a human being, because the punishment 
was on his soul. So whoever steps in our, in our um, full step to take that punishment have to be a living soul. So this is why God came in as a living soul. All right. So our new birth, our new birth is a, a spiritual, holy new birth. That is, I'm trying to explain the, the difference between why Jesus said you have to be born again. Do you understand? Because yes. the, first, the first birth happened in the realms of the spirit when mm -hmm. God created us initially, but we sinned against him. And that soul that sinned was separated from God. They didn't have a relationship with God anymore. Uh, God is so amazing. God is yeah. so amazing. Do you know what he's bringing to my memory? Years no. ago, years ago, I had a dream. And in that dream, I went to a place where it was like a nursery. They kept yeah. little, little children, souls, souls that haven't been redeemed yet. It's like a nursery where little children are kept. But these are small children. I could hear them. They were playing, they were playing with animals in a place, you know. The place was full of light and things, but it was children. So what the Lord is saying to me now, those children are souls that have not yet been redeemed. They are waiting to be born on this earth through the womb of a woman. So they can be redeemed through the death of Jesus Christ. And when they are now redeemed through the death of Jesus Christ, there will be, there will be repentance for sinning against me. Okay. So these souls will be born in a physical matter. This physical world is like a, a period in time God has set out for living souls to be redeemed and to also work through their redemption and for the forgiveness of their sin. Okay, do you understand what I'm trying to point out? Yes. Yes, okay. So that's what I'm trying to say, regeneration of the spirit. The regeneration of the spirit that God put in the in the in this physical body. It's a regeneration of it. Okay. So our new birth is a spiritual, holy, and heavenly birth that results in our being made alive spiritually. So that's what the new birth is. So that spirit, those uh, little baby spirits in the realms of the spirit. God put in the womb of a woman. Now, when they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, this is what, remember the scripture. Let's have a look at the scripture in Romans. Yeah, John chapter 6, verse 63, which says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Okay. okay. If you look at if you look at those um, words, you know, from verse uh, that verse uh, sixty three, he says it is the Spirit who gives life. That is the Holy Spirit that mm -hmm. gives life, and is the, the and then the Lord says the flesh profits nothing. That is this flesh, this matter your your spirit is in, your dead spirit is in. It doesn't it doesn't give you any spiritual 
you know, any spiritual um, life. So the word that I speak to you, so it is the word of Jesus that carries his spirit. And when the word of Jesus gets into our dead soul, it wakens it up. Okay, this is what he's saying here. You, you know, the words that I speak to you are spirits. They are spirit. So the words Jesus is carrying is like the breath God breathed into Adam at the original creation. So now, if people are not hearing the word of God, the spirits in the word of God cannot regenerate and give them a new spirit. That is how you become born again. That is what it means to regenerate. Regenerate is to make a life. Oh. To make a life. Because, you know, the, 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 the living soul that came through the birth of the woman, they, they, are, they are blank. You know, it's like a new computer. You don't yes. have any memory of where you're coming from. You don't have any memory at all. God wiped out your memory from the realms of the spirit. You cannot remember your previous life in the spirit. Okay. So when you then come here and you hear the gospel, the word, if, if it is the real gospel that is preached, the real word of God, the, will, the real word of Jesus that is preached, that word will trigger something, will trigger you know, some, something in your heart or even in your soul. And what, you know, you, you know, when the spirit of God comes in you, you, there, there is a, a conviction. There is a conviction. And it's through that conviction that your own spirit will then be regenerated and you get a new breath of life from the word that, is being, uh, that you're hearing, this, the, the gospel itself that you're hearing. And that is what regenerates and gives us the new birth. Okay. That is what yeah. gives us the new birth. So let's read that again. I will say our new birth is a spiritual, holy and heavenly birth that results in our being made alive spiritually. Remember the essence of all this, the essence of preaching the gospel is for the souls that sinned that have now come through a physical world for them to repaint and come back to God. That's what it is. Okay. God wants his children back. That's what it is. His children sinned against him, but he made this provision, this way for them to come back to him. This is the reason why the Bible tells us that eternity has been imprinted in our hearts. You know, God, God, God puts something in us. It maybe is a, a spark of light of himself that is in I was, us. I was longing for something. Yes. We there's are always a longing, longing there's for a him. longing that is there. Yes. We are always making you say that this place is not one. There's, there's something yes. that I'm not actually from here. There's, you are longing for something. You can't really explain it, but you are yes. longing for something. Yes, that you yes. call home. You call home. That's it. Yeah. You know, there's a spark of light of God that is in us. And that is what draws us. This is why, you know, even if you don't know God, you are you are inclined to worship something. This is why you have a lot of uh, religions. Oh, it's all about yeah. worship. It's all about worshiping yeah. something. Okay. 
So this is the desire. Because God created us for relationship. He, he, he created us for his own pleasure. And when we worship, we get pleasure from worshiping God. And he gets pleasure from us worshiping him. Yes. Okay. And, and this is the one thing the devil craves so much. To be worshipped. To be worshipped. That was what he craved so much. Okay, oh. so we were saying our new birth is a spiritual, holy, and heavenly birth that results in our, you know, being made alive spiritually. Being made alive spiritually. So man in his uh, natural state is dead in trespasses. He's dead in trespasses and sin until he is made alive. That's regenerated by the spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit. This happens when he places his faith in Jesus Christ. You see, like, like this scripture, let me see if I can get it. This scripture in Romans, in Romans um, chapter 8, in Romans chapter 8, verse, verse 11, it says, but if the spirit, well, let's, let's read from, let's read from verse 10. It says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. That is the spirit of God is in you if you're born again but if the spirit of him who is raised who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you he will he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you so what paul is saying here is if when we become born again and we have the spirit of God in us, that is the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. So if this Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us, is in our new born again spirit, because our, our body itself is flesh, and flesh, you know, lost after the things of this world. And the things of this world, who is the, the, the God of this world, is Satan. So more or less, our flesh is drawn to sin. So, and because of that, we are dead. We are dead to God. Our flesh is dead to God. But if when we have put our faith in Jesus and the spirit of God is in us, and if we continue in the ways of God, obeying his word, the spirit of God that is in us will gradually, 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 you know, Mortify our body and raise us from our dead body. That is our intendency to sin. That's what it is. He will deliver us. The Spirit of God will deliver us from our tendency to fall into sin, to fall into temptation because of the renewal of our mind. Okay. Because our mind is where the battlefield is, it's where the enemy puts his thoughts. You know, and with with the with the flesh, the the mind is the major factory. It's the major factory that controls our our activities. Okay, because before you can do anything, you have thought about it, you have imagined it, 
before you do the action. So is the mind. And this is where the enemy attacks. So if with the spirit of God and the word of God, you are constantly renewing your mind and focusing on the things of God, gradually, 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 the spirit of God will raise this your flesh that is always lusting after the things of the world. It will subdue that lust in a way that you, you know, the thought of sin will just report, you'll be so repulsive to you. So that is when, you know, the spirit of God in you raises this your dead body that's been so engrafted in sin. Okay. So that's what yeah. that scripture is saying to us. When we become born again, that the essence is to continually, continually, continually be focusing on the things of God. And that is how we will walk in the footsteps of Jesus. So now that we have you know, understood what redemption and, gener and, and the regeneration means, and what regeneration means, let's have a look at what God's purpose was for offering us these two activities. What was, we have more or less explained it. So we said God's purpose was that he might be able to deliver us from sin. That was what, you know, re the um, redemptive plans was. The natural and the supernatural, that is the satanic forces of evil in the unseen realm that feeds on our natural state. So this is the purpose of God, is to deliver us from sin, deliver us from our natural state, and also deliver us from the supernatural. You know, the supernatural being the satanic forces of evil in the unseen realm that feeds on our natural state. That feeds on our natural state. So these three steps of deliverance are necessary. These three steps of deliverance are necessary. And none can be left out. None can be left out. If a Christian just limits God's redemptive work by just being satisfied with many overcoming sin, this is where majority of Christians, you know, stop at. But some cannot even achieve this because they are still sinning. They are still sinning. So if Christians just stop at just trying not to sin, they, they will fall short of the purpose of God. They will fall short of the purpose of God because the natural life, that is our flesh, must be overcome. It must be overcome. This is what the scripture means. This um, scripture uh, we read in uh, um, Romans chapter 8, verse 11, verse 11, which says again, but if the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also raise, you know, would also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So our mortal body is our flesh. So if the spirit of God is in us, he is going to give that spiritual life that is in our new spirit, also bring it to our mortal flesh, which is our natural body. So God also wants to deliver us from our fleshy natural life. Okay. So the natural life, the flesh must be overcome. This is why the Bible keeps telling us that we need to crucify the flesh to the cross. 
And so too must be, you know, the supernatural enemy must also be overcome, which is Satan himself. We also need to overcome Satan because we're still in this world. It is well and good to overcome sin, but the work is not complete. If self, that is flesh, and the devil and his demons are left unconquered, God's purpose is that his children are to be delivered completely, totally from their old, corrupt, natural nature and to enter fully into the new creation, into the new creation. So let's have a look at this um, scripture, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, which says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have become new. You know, a lot of Christians believe that once they have, you know, accepted Jesus as their Lord and their Savior, now they have become born again. That is it. No, it, there is still work to be done because your sinful soul is not born again. Your old man is not born again. Your flesh is not born again. Okay, so... For you to become this new creation, these three parts of you needs to have an experience, that born again experience. First of all, you have a new spirit now and that spirit, the spirit of God is dwelling in that place. Okay, that's good and well. But the spirit of God has to now, you know, not just dwell in your spirit, it has to also dwell in your soul. Your soul is your mind, your intellect, your emotions, okay? So yeah, we, it, your will, the Spirit of God needs to dwell in these places as well. And from dwelling in your mind, it also needs to dwell in your body. That is when you have the glory of God in you. And this is when you become immortal, okay? Because the, the, what, is, but what we experience and what that is happening is we have the spirit of God in our new spirit. But our soul, the devil is still residing in there. The devil is still residing in our, in our flesh. He's still residing in our soul. So, you know, you have two kingdoms in you. You have the kingdom of God that is in your spirit. And you have the kingdom of darkness that is still in your soul and in your flesh. Which mm -hmm. runs your day-to-day -day life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So if you want to become that new creation, you need to allow the spirit of God to evict the kingdom of darkness from your soul, from your flesh. Okay. This is what healing and deliverance is all about. I see. That is what it's all about. It's about mm. evicting the kingdom of darkness from these two other areas of your yes. being. Okay. Mm. Of your being. Okay. As we continue with these lessons, we are going to study the, the soul, the spirit, and the body separately. 
and see how they function and how God created them. Okay, so when we say that we have become a new creation, no, you haven't. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing that is new in you is the spirit. But the soul, the old man is still there, the flesh is still there, and the devil functions through your flesh. Okay, the lust of the flesh. Your flesh is still lusting. The, 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 the lust of the world, the things in the world is still pulling your flesh to come and join the world and do what they want. That's what it right. is. Okay. So right. it does not matter how good a person is in the natural flesh. God condemns it completely. Okay. So as ministers of God, we ought to know what it is to be, you know, what needs to be destroyed and what is to be built up in the lives of God's people. Then we are not the blind leading the blind. Okay, so what this means, what I wrote, what I, I mean by this is that if we are ministers of God, we need to know what part of our being that needs to be built up. And the part that needs to be built up is our spirit man that have now become born again and it has the spirit of God dwelling in it. And then what we need to destroy is the kingdom of darkness that is in our soul and in our flesh. Okay, Because as a minister, if you do not know how God has created man, the different parts of man, you know, sometimes people, people just sit in churches and you think you have, you know, human beings sitting in churches, but it's demons that is in their soul. The way they behave, you could see this is this is not this is not a, 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 the real human being here. What we hear, what we are, what what this person is is the devil that is in you that is reacting because the essence, the reason the devils take this body coming to us is to be you know you know is for us to host them so they can express their character, their personality to the outside world. Okay, mm -hmm. to the outside mm -hmm. world. So this is where deliverance and healing comes in. Because when the devils come into our body, they bring diseases, they bring sicknesses, you know, they bring all sorts of nonsense and rubbish from the kingdom of darkness. So this is why it is very important for every born again Christian. If you say that you're a born again Christian, you have uh, taken the Lord, the life of Christ that came to give you life. He came to give you life, spiritual life. Now you have that spiritual life in your new spirit. Now you need to submit yourself so the spirit of God can then evict this kingdom of darkness that is still in your soul and in your flesh. Mm. Okay? Because if you don't, you're not going to have that abundant life Jesus came to give you. So what you're just doing, because the devil don't mind you being born again. Oh. As long as you don't do anything to a victim from your soul and your body, he doesn't mind. You can be as born again as you like and, and just keep that spirit there. But let him continue to function through your soul and your flesh. Okay. So this is what mm -hmm. healing and deliverance ministry is very important. And if uh, a minister or a church do not offer the members this type of ministry, then what, what, what is the point? You know, what is the point? 
your, your, your life is not fulfilled. You're still struggling. You're still struggling with the things that you've been struggling with even before you became born again. So what is the essence? What is the purpose of your Christian life? What is it? You think it's just proclaiming something and then when you die, you go to heaven. No, heaven is here. God says, let my will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Okay. So how is his will going to be done on earth if the devils are controlling your soul? Because it's your mind that you use to function as a human being. Your mind is your personality. Your mind is your personality. If yes. the devils are still in your mind, using your mind to do whatever they want, how is God's kingdom going to come to the earth? How is it? Mm. Okay. Yes. That's the thing. That's the thing. So new birth is receiving God's own life. And it's, you know, and this is the starting point of all spiritual life. It's the starting point. It starts with the spirit. And when your spirit has been regenerated, and you, you've now been born again, you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is in you, this is where the journey starts. This is where the journey starts, you know? So this is what this ministry is about, helping his children to mature as spiritual Christians, knowing their Father and their Lord intimately, personally worshiping him in spirit and in truth, Okay. In truth, meaning sincere and genuine faith. Sincere and genuine faith. That's it. Sincere and genuine faith. So that's it. the ministry of healing and deliverance is very important. It's very, very, very important. Okay. It is not just about proclaiming or, you know, with your mouth, with believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that you're, you know, you believe in Jesus. Yes, Jesus came. He died for you. He came to give you a life. And that life is spiritual life. And that life is not just the new spirit that is in you, but that life also have to permeate into your mind. Your mind is your soul that contains this, you know, other faculties that makes up your personality, your will, your emotion, your reasoning faculty, your intellect. So all this, have to be born again as well. And from there, your flesh needs to be born again as well. Being born again in the sense that the glory of God needs to permeate and radiate from your flesh. Okay? So this is very important. It's very important. So this yeah. is our, our first um, lesson on the healing and deliverance uh, ministry. So... And in, in next two weeks' time, what we're going to we are going to be studying, we're going as I said, we're going to be studying the spirit, soul, and body in details. Okay, we'll be we'll be looking at the what makes up um um the how the spirit function, how the soul function, and how the body functions. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Okay, so that is our first um, lesson on the healing and deliverance discipleship ministry okay thank you i'm going to log i'm going to um stop the recording okay thank you thank you